I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five, five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm AJM. And I'm AGWTB. Congratulations <laughs> on being a listener. There's all too, altogether too much gratitude involved in day-to-day life. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I no longer say thank you. I just, I just go straight to you're welcome. Yeah, well, Every I mean, that's interaction. A I think I think instead of you're welcome, because you're welcome has become quite a common, let's say, gag. Sure. For this kind of yep. the, the, the fact that Maui sings it in Moana, mm. I feel has mm. m- made that joke peak. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about instead of thank you or you're welcome, uh-huh. we just give people when we give do something nice for people, we say congratulations. <laughs> How about this? What about when somebody does something nice for us, we say, that'll be five bucks. See, that's nice, yeah. You know, we're taking it, we're, we're, we're making it again. Instead of, yeah, so as, if, as if like, because doing something nice feels good. Correct. They should have to pay for that privilege. Yep, yep, okay. It's like, a, it's like the website Fiverr, mm-hmm. right? But instead of you offering people five bucks to do some small task for you, yeah, you go on there because you want five bucks, and there's just a list of people who want to do something nice. <laughs> want to do people. something nice. Yeah, want to get a good feeling, mm-hmm. and uh, you can just select one of them, ten or twenty of them. There's, know? there's, and it'll be something small. Doesn't take up too much of their time. Yeah, so, not like. So yeah. they can get that good feeling. Mm-hmm. All it does is cost them five bucks and then just a little bit of work or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. So like, obviously, I don't think, I, th- I think off the bat, we have to ban anything sexual on this of website. Of course. I just, of I course. just, I just want this to be a family website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family website for good, decent people. Just could, it, could it be a Christian website? Because Christians, oh, absolutely. They, they definitely get a good feeling from doing good things. That's right, yeah. Because uh, they feel like they're doing God's work. Yes, and they know they're going to heaven. That's right, yeah. And knowing that they're paying for it also makes it feel like they can't even feel guilty about having done something nice for someone. Because they've, yeah. they've also paid for it. Unless that cheapens it. <laughs> Even though it actually Paying makes it for it, <laughs> does cheapening. Does, I think does, it's the opposite. Opposite of it expensive. It, it, it definitely makes it more expensive. <laughs> but it's just it depends on their feelings, you know. Because um, does it does it start to take on a feeling of prostitution, doing mm, nice things for mm, people, uh, in exchange for money? 
I think the one of the problems with cheap things is that the word cheap mm. sounds cheap. Sure. It sounds like a cheap word. Yeah, I think right. the word cheap should be something that sounds more expensive. Like Rolls Royce? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this is very Roll, Rolls Royce. Extra glorious. Yeah, great. So these, oh, bananas are extra glorious at the moment. Yeah, see? Now I'm going to go out and buy some. Because <laughs> I also know they're cheap and they sound great. Anyway, I think uh, the, the site that allows... Uh, well-meaning people to pay to do something nice for you is a is a sketch. Now, this is a more of a business idea at the moment than it is a sketch. I, I no, not at all. No, 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 no. I couldn't agree more. Uh, less. I couldn't agree more with someone who disagrees with you, Alastair. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with myself taking the opposite position. Great. Which is that all we need to do is see somebody looking a bit down or feeling it at a bit of a loose end and then they get advice from a friend or they see an ad yeah. that causes them to log on to their site yeah. and has all these things and they scroll through it and they find something. God, I'm looking forward to that scrolling scene. That sounds like television dynamite. <laughs> what do we see? Do we see the screen? Do we see the lights reflected in their in their eyeballs? Oh, I mean, there are some... so literally so many options. Oh, it'd be great if not only could we see scrolling from from the point of view of like yes. us looking at the screen, them yes. looking at the screen. But if we could also see their face and see the scrolling happening in the reflection exactly. in their eyeballs. Yeah, maybe a split screen effect. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and maybe we zoom in a little bit and then we can see their face reflected in the reflection in their eyeballs for layers. And then also maybe, and this would be really, I mean, this is, this is going to get people interested. We get something that's from the perspective of the mm. point of view shot of one of the items, the icons on the screen yeah. scrolling up. So maybe the camera goes up oh. and we were like, oh, wow. Now yeah. it's like where, what's, what, who's watching the what, watcher. That's right. But then you can also see, uh, you know, the Christian's eyeball oh, yeah, the touch, Christian. touch upon the mm-hmm. the item, but yes. then pass it by, you know, just like it's nothing, because that's what scrolling is. That's what scrolling is. But it's, also the the yeah, the eye does those micro movements. So maybe because a point of view shot isn't really a point of view shot. A point of view shot is like a fixed shot, mm. right? That um, that is that represents the the computational. Um, averaging that the brain does of yeah. a series of micro movements of two separate pupils, assuming you've got two eyes. But what I want to yeah. see, or one eye with two pupils, a real. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have those. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, uh, I, what I want to see is a real point of view shot, which mm-hmm. is just like skittish movement of Jittery. the camera all over <laughs> the place, almost yeah. impossible to follow. That's yeah, you know, the reality of perception. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I want that. Uh, should this and all be of this is in there on a split screen. A split screen. <laughs> is it what, what's the website called? Christian Pay to Do not Good. It's called You're Welcome. You're Welcome. Great. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You'reWelcome.com. Yeah, um, it's called NothingSexual.com. FamilyWebsite.com. Yeah. No. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that's uh, maybe maybe this is it. Maybe. We don't need because at the moment we've got the dark web, but also the regular web is already pretty filthy. Mm-hmm. Pretty and we also got banana web. And which we also we got can... banana web, which is an exclusively banana-related yeah. internet that's separate <laughs> in every way. Yeah, has its own like it's 
does does Banana Web even have its own infrastructure, like uh, own servers? And Absolutely. Server farms and yeah it, yeah, it would have to be on some you know obviously near the equator somewhere where you can grow bananas. <laughs> right. This is the problem because normally they keep server farms uh, in the cooler climates yeah. because it uses less uh, cooling That's you know, right. Iceland and something. But you're keeping them on the equator. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in a tricky... In a sort of very humid... We've made it hard for ourselves mm. that we have to keep the servers so close to the banana farms. <laughs> none, of, none of our servers are less than 100 metres from bananas. <laughs> That's one of our guarantees. Yeah. I guess. I guess you could sort of Keep them in a banana cool room. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, bananas, you don't want them to ripen too early. So you got to keep them probably in some kind of banana cool room. Banana cool room. Even though they're a tropical fruit and obviously you don't, you don't keep them in the, in the fridge at home. So does that mean that these banana cool rooms are in tropical areas? That's a shame, isn't it? You almost want the banana cool rooms to be in... in Iceland or Iceland. something. Iceland. Yeah. But then you've got to transport. Anyway, look, we're getting off track. I'm just saying the, it's near, they're near fresh bananas. Yep. I don't know what kind of fresh fruit and vegetables Icelandic people eat. Seal? Seal. That's a great fresh fruit and vegetable. (laughs) Um, Pickled seal? Pickled seal. Pickled seal. Like, that's got to be the closest you can get to an opposite of a fresh fruit or vegetable. Yeah, especially eating it on a toothpick. I don't know why that just feels how, like, you would eat pickled seal. Mm. Just to get a plate of them. Yeah, and they've all got Little a bit chunks. of chunks. Yeah, each one's got a bit of blubber on it. Oh, absolutely! You you would look at it and you would just see skin, yeah. and then fat, <laughs> then a little bit of meat like that. It's yeah. mostly fat though. And it's on a it's on a skewer. And it's no, not a skewer, like a toothpick. A skewer, which is a sort of a just a, a daddy toothpick. Daddy toothpick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well. Pixar film about skewers. Toothpicks are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Thank you for finding a great way out of that. <laughs> a great way out. Oh. Um, um, so the Icelandic people, uh, a lot of them believe in fairies. Do they really? Well, apparently there's a high population of people there that believe in fairies. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the Ice, the Icelandians, mm. we, I personally regard them as being a master race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. El... El- like they're elven. They're elven in some way. They mm. they definitely have forged something in the heat of Mount Something. Yeah. I'm not saying what or which, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. It it could be just the the brackets for uh like a you know like a like a server cabinet. Yeah. Because you know <laughs> that's where they they have a lot of those things. They mine a lot of Bitcoin. Yes, they do. Because of their 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 cheap. Uh, geothermal energy. Right, right. Is that the case? Yeah. And I guess good. also because they're in a cold climate, they got those cold server rooms. Can a server room be too cold? Probably not. Mm, I wonder. What, what if you keep it so cold, all the computers' super wires cool. become superconductors, super and then you mm. mine too many bitcoins, and then you. What if you actually you solve... value all Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could just start mining another cryptocurrency. You could just stop, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, what if... You know, look, this is definitely not in any way viable. But, you know, you're, you just... You overcool your computer to the yep. point where the processing speed just speeds up because mm-hmm. it becomes superconductor. There's no resistance whatsoever. Mm. The, the processing speeds increase mm. to the point where you actually break... Uh, the 
the break encryption. Wow. Like that. And then you go, oh, no, kept my computer too cold. Now I broke encryption. Now, now I solved the uh, meaning of existence. Do you think that would do that? Maybe. Because um, all it is is just multiplying. It's just mul- it's sums. Is it just two? Is it just? I think it's just two prime numbers. That's all it is. I don't. I don't actually know. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. No, no, but like encryption. Encryption. I don't know anything about encryption. I think all it is right is that they've multiplied. Look, and this could be an oversimplification. Mm-hmm. Is that they've multiplied two prime numbers together. And you're just doing mathematical work to figure out which one, if you want to break it. But there's so many possibilities. And the numbers are so big. And the numbers are so big that it, it just takes too much processing power that mm. would take way too much time to mm. be able to do it. Mm. Unless you're really lucky. Yes. And you just <laughs> get it first go. Because what are the chances? Do you, I mean, it's like playing the lottery. I'm sure there's occasionally a chance that you could just randomly start on the right one. I guess, yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it is a form of, of lottery. And could we run this as a, an, as a service? Do you think, like, because mm. banks use encryption, right, to protect all their money. Yeah. Now, but, okay, okay, so these are the rules, right? That if you leave something lying around in the street, it's not stealing if somebody takes it, right? Probably, yeah. Even though, uh, in a way, there are barriers to taking that thing. For example, you have to take several steps to get to it, right? You gotta, you gotta it's just over. the barriers are really small, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. So, now, a bank, they don't leave the money lying around in the street, but, but they do just put it behind some barriers, which is encryption, yeah. right? So, in a sense, mm-hmm. if you can very easily break that encryption, it might as well be lying around in the street. A bank is on a street. Is on a street. It has yes, to be. The money which is in a computer, mm-hmm. is very close to the edge of the bank, yeah. which is very close to the street. So all I'm saying mm-hmm. is that if you can very easily break the encryption, then it's not stealing to take the money. Now, sure. let's create a lottery, which is called Bank Heist. Yeah, great. Lotto. Bank Heist right? Lotto. And everybody just picks two prime numbers, mm-hmm. and every week we multiply them together, and we just see if we can get some money out of a bank and if it were, <laughs> and if you pick the right prime numbers, I mean, it's one of the easier lotteries. Just two numbers is all you got to get. Just two numbers, yeah. I mean, they're quite big numbers, so there's a lot of digits involved. Yeah. So the the piece it's of paper you got to print out. Two and seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got to be a big piece of paper they got to print out. Sure. Or they've got to have a tiny font. Yeah, and when you go when you go to the newsagents, yeah, <laughs> to tell them your numbers for the week, yeah. it takes a while. The people behind you in the queue, as you read out your seven hundred digit prime number, I guess, and the person then has to read it back to confirm that they've got the right one. I guess you could. You go. This is sorry. You go. Oh, I chose that number because it's uh, it's the birthday of seven thousand people I know jammed together. Yeah. Um, Which happens to be a prime number. Just happens. Mm. I mean, you have to rearrange it in such a way. Mm. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. You'd need, you'd need a, a prime number that has a lot of 2,080-somethings. <laughs> um, but um, look, I think that is, that... is that a sketch in that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a little complicated in the setup, but if we can simplify that down... Boy, oh boy. Now, I want to go back to forging 
server mounting brackets in the fires of Mount Doom, right? Because yeah. what what I'm interested because because all right, uh, Sauron, Lord of the Rings, sure, Sauron, big evil guy, big mm-hmm. eye, right? He is he just an eye, or is it kid that we can only see his eye? I think the eye is the manifestation of the will of his spirit or something. He doesn't. I don't think he has a physical form. He did he die? He died. Okay. I think, yeah. But now good to just... die and live on though <sighs> through your eye. Score. Yeah, it's a big score. <laughs> um, they forged the rings mm. in the fire of Mount Doom. Yeah. Right? And that's the last we hear of things being forged in the fires of Mount Doom. Yeah. But once you've set up that manufacturing infrastructure, you have... after a while, and you, and you forge rings for a while, mm. right? But then I'm pretty sure you've sold one to this, you know, the seven master races or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've got to stop saying master race on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the seven yeah. r- races. Master. <laughs> master. Um, they then then you've you've flooded the market, right? But you've still got you've got all these employees at your Mount Doom Forge, right? You've got to continue to uh, to to keep them employed. You've got to look for other markets. So what do you start sure. forging next? Well, now you're forging magical bracelets. Now you're forging gauntlets. magical gauntlets, right? Um, and then shin pads. Down kind of the thing. track, you've you've sold up all of that stuff. And you know, much like any corporation that mm-hmm. finds they've got this infrastructure, finds that market conditions are changing, eventually you you know you're you're forging brackets. You know exactly. You're you've for- got the molten whatevers. It's bound to happen, and and because and once. Once you've sort of set it up and, and you've made your big money off of those mm. things that it was originally intended mm. to, the, the infrastructure that you set up, you know, a lot of the molds and a lot of the stuff, uh, you know, like the, the platforms so that you can lower things into yes. the mountain and things like that, that's paid for itself. So exactly. now it's easier to do sort of cheaper, more mass-produced You've paid uh, down your capital investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, initially you thought you were just hiring these dwarves on a short-term contract. Yes. Like that. But then you realize, oh, well, there's something to this. And actually, we're all, we're kind of wor- working like a well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine. And it's it's becoming a bit of a family as well. You know, we all mm. get along. Everybody knows your name. You're the Dark Lord Sauron. Yeah. And, sure, and, you're the boss, but you're also their friend. Well, it's possible that Sauron only had this, um, you know, he was just a, he was just a designer with a with a short you know like a short a order yeah you know like a big dream and a, just a short order of things but yeah. the the initial capital costs to set all this up and then I think I wasn't sure if he sold those rings or whether he gave them as gifts but then he thought well hey I've already done all this let's make this thing more viable yeah and it gets him some other designers. You go, what do you guys, you, anybody want to do something? They go, I want to make, uh, you know, I want to make some of those. Lawn ornaments. Uh, lawn ornaments. I want to make some of those helmets that make you look like you're a skull. Yeah. You know? And then, but do you think then down the track, mm. you know, 20, 30 years, Sauron, he's coming into the office every day. He's putting on a bit of weight. He's putting on the tie. He's wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. Do you think if he ever stares into the fires of Mount Doom and just wonders why he got into this business in the first place? Like... You know, he came mm. in with a dream, which was to control all the people of Middle Earth. Yeah, right under his violent reign of terror. Yeah, but now, you know, he finds that he's just facilitating other people's projects. Yeah, and but, I mean, sure, there's satisfaction in it, but I wonder if he sort of wants to get back to what 
made well, it all worthwhile. Well, initially it was his passion project. Yeah. Right? But then over time it became his job. And so now that it's his job, he doesn't have anything to do in his free time. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's consumed that. It's consumed that. And, and obviously there's no TV at that kind of time. At mm. that time. Mm. I mean, I guess you can catch a wizard and get him to sort of <laughs> do <laughs> Conjure something. Conjure an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some sort of thing to look at. Yeah. But you know, you think there'd be entertainment in, uh, in sort of in the people that you've enslaved. But maybe you know, I suppose even that gets boring after a while. I or, suppose. And and maybe you don't like you know maybe the whole reason that you wanted to enslave everybody, all of the master mm. races, um, is is that you actually had a vision for a better society. Mm. You know, mm. and you thought this way we can keep everybody safer than the way it was, which was probably all these warring clans. So what happens now? He sells out Mount Doom PLC to Google, and he starts another startup. Hmm. Right. Goes, goes into his and own this thing. Ta- yeah, and this time, you know, he gets a second second chance at it all. But maybe the industry's moved on. He's just struggled. Well, but like, what is he going back into rings? Going back yeah, into I power think so. I think power he, yeah. brokering? Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess that's kind of what he was doing, right? He was like, all right, let's let's see if we can keep these people under control by. Bribing mm. the you know some big guy, mm. the big. But everything comes with the you know with the with the attachments. Everything the strings attached. Yeah, it's like uh, Adobe these days with their sign up. That's the, right. The monthly fee. <laughs> like that. Um, um, look, I think that's a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like it's 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 uh, the the corporate evolution of uh, Sauron's evil, uh, evil 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 empire. Because also, between when the rings are forged and when all this destruction happens, mm. there's hundreds, if not thousands of years, I think. You know, like the story of mm. the the Lord of the Rings and the uh, the original creation of the rings, all this stuff has happened in between. This could all just slot into there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, when, when he just becomes, you know, the head of marketing, essentially, mm. you know. Because mm. I guess as soon as he's got everything under his control, then that's all he's doing now. He's just selling his time, managing kind of the... You think he becomes a brand himself in a way. Yeah, yeah. And Putting he, his name on... It's almost like he needs another planet to go to, another Earth, mm. you know, maybe maybe top Earth or bottom Earth. I'm uh, sorry? Maybe top Earth, top, top earth or, or middle... Or, <laughs> yeah. or, 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 or bottom Earth. Left Earth and right Earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, up Earth and down Earth. Yeah. Um, you made a little note on the side of the page or something there. Did you have a... I just wrote the word master racist. So what, uh, what, so a master racist would, I guess, be somebody who thinks that there exists, um, one pure form of humanity who are better than the rest of us and they're shit. Um, yeah. Right? Like if you, if you... Uh, yeah, and you and you and you uh, oppress them, right? Like if you agree agree mm. with the some sort of theory that there is a, a one or there's chosen or, or that there's a kind of racist that is the best kind of racist. Oh, so that's you know, that is better better above all other racists. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so maybe like maybe like say the Ku Klux Klan might think that they're master racists. Mm. As well as a master race, yeah, um, and that you know they're organized, um, you know they got be able to keep their whites white, 
Yeah. You know, um, but maybe it's the way in which they hate. You know, they do that thing where you're not even allowed to touch the skin of another race. That I thing? Think, yeah, I think they were like, you can't, I can't touch, you know. Look, I don't know. It, it, it's weird how they sort <clears throat> of like, you start out with this thing and then you get into weird sort of magical rules. Yeah. Like, that's magic, isn't it? Is that some kind of magic thing? Like, you yeah. must, at that point, believe that other people's skin has magical powers or yours does or for the two things to just yeah yeah i think i think once once you're starting to think that you're getting filth on you or something like that 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 people's uh lesser ra- raceness is is transferring via mm. the skin mm. you're sort of you're you're i mean really you're not giving your own race that good a name that you would yeah. that you would sort of uh, just ignore any kind of scientificness uh, to any of this stuff. I don't know. You know what? Let's not get the Klu Klux Klan any more time. <laughs> the master racist idea doesn't necessarily have anything. I think, I think there could be something there, but, uh, you know, we're, we're threading our way through a, a minefield of... Um, what was the point of minefields? Pitfall. Just a bit of, a bit of like, land that you, people can't get past? I mean, I think you've summarised it actually pretty well. Yeah. And I think if you were pitching minefields to the heads of the army, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's 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 a it's a horrible idea because mm. because uh, especially the part of it like where it's like and then what and then at the end of the war we come through and we pick them all up. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. No, no we'll uh, just... that'd be uh, yeah. That'd be that'd be well hugely dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's kind of I guess I guess it's like because rivers are kind of a. You know, a, a minefield for drownings. You're right. <laughs> you know, um, you know, and and because there are a bit of there are a bit of land. Yep. That that is hard to cross. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and so a minefield is kind of just recreating a river. It's a dry river. Eh. It's a dry. Uh, river. It's a dry river that you where you can drown in explosions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't breathe for all the explosions. I can't swim. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's you got no caught. water, Ed. My legs and arms are off. Yeah, you got caught in a current of uh, in a rip, in my legs off. Yeah, <laughs> under a, a hail of shrapnel. I think that uh, uh, and a uh, yeah, great. Um, uh, what yeah. is there in minefields here? What about it's a it, you know it's somebody trying to. We're, we're we're trying to find a p- more positive minefield. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, a, a positive l- minefield is a really nice idea, because once again, it's like Sauron. Yeah. Right. What we need, because because mm. this is the problem with the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a vested interest in war. Right. Yeah. Because they have all these people employed. They have all these. Shareholders. There are people who have share are shareholders in, in like Halliburton and stuff like that. In, yeah. in companies that create weapons of yeah. destruction yeah, yeah. and death, yeah. right? death. And right. they need those people need their dividends, and that is the problem. Is that you know when we're not at war, they would probably prefer that we were so that those shareholders can get a bigger dividend. We just need something that those companies can do in times of peace that isn't just build up more stockpiles of, of, of weaponry. That's right. And we haven't, we haven't sort of put 
there's no dollar value on love. Mm. Uh, and there's no, you know, much like, let's say, carbon in the atmosphere, you put a price on carbon. Yes. Then the carbon becomes part of the mm-hmm. economy, and then you, by reducing the amount of carbon, then you can, you know, blah, blah, blah. I um, think the peacemongers yeah. amongst us, they need to put their money where their mouth is and start putting in some big orders with these yeah. weapons companies uh, to for peace-related military hardware. Okay. And that's where your positive landmines come in. Now, what is a thing that you would love it if you stepped on it and it went off under your feet? Okay, well, the first thing that has come to my mind yes. is you step on something and it puts one of those fruit hats on you. Because <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing says... I'm not currently at war <laughs> like a fruit hat. <laughs> I mean, that's just spitball. This is the first thing that came to my mind. No, I mean, I love it, Alistair. Yeah. I, was, I was racking my brains to think of something that could come up from beneath you. Yeah. But Well, I think it would have to be kind of a... You step on it. It, it launches. It, it, it probably something... Grabs you around your, to- oh, your torso. <laughs> like a and tentacle then, or something? Yeah, like, well, something, you know, something more gentle, but it's just kind of a, a pl- holding you in place so you don't walk away. Right. And then while this tall pole comes out, holding a fruit hat and then curls over and drops the fruit hat on your head. Yeah. And I guess it probably starts some either samba or samba. mamba or yeah. uh, cha-cha. Rumba? Maybe a rumba? Maybe a <laughs> cha-cha-cha? Um, like that. I think maybe if it also... <laughs> Laid one fruit earring on you. Yes. <laughs> you know, like right. it could, it, I mean, I'm talking a clip on. It could be just a small, you know, like I'm talking fridge magnet size mm. banana or mm. little bunch of purple grapes mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, ananas. Mm. Mm. I like that it's only one earring as well mm. because that implies one, two, one of two things. One, you've already had a great night and you've lost an earring, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, sure. Or two, that you've only got one earring, but you're on almost a quest to find the other one. To have a good time. Sure, yeah. Enough time sort of like a Cinderella to earn type. the second one. A exactly. Cinderella type scenario. Yeah. Um, so, look, I, 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 how are these things useful? Um, well, they just, uh, they just heighten the, the state of peace that we're in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> landmines heighten the state of war. Yeah. They That's make right. people more tense, more yeah. scared less able to um, move about freely. Mm -hmm. Whereas a fruit hat does the opposite of all of those things. That's right. It puts a spring in your step. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Essentially, it's like attaching... That's another thing that these minds could do. They put springs under your feet. Well, yeah, because you jump for joy. Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) If a thing could go off under your feet Mm. with no negative consequences and the only effect was to cause you to momentarily jump and unexpectedly jump for joy yeah trampoline shoots i think no one would uh begrudge that yeah great like Mm. what about you know something that just brings out a thing that gives free pogo sticks sure brings out a thing that gives free pogo sticks i think i think the the pogo stick requires too much it is. It's hard from the person. Like, like yeah. you have to engage with it, and I don't think that's, that's the way the military. Like, you know, the military doesn't operate by giving people knives 
in the hope that they'll then stab themselves to death. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. It's, um, I guess that's the one downside of the military. Uh, it's the, the one military. downside of the military. So look, I'm going to write positive landmines. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I, I what would we call that? Because a minefield, most other fields are positive. You know, minefields probably. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Probably one of the only few negative fields. Yeah, I guess the... I guess you could be in the... In the I mean, there's the killing field. Oh, yeah, those are pretty bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> magnetic field, I feel, is probably neutral. Yeah, magnetic field is sort of the Switzerland of fields. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we, you know, then we're into like fields of poppies, yeah. fields of lavender. Yeah, and fields, fields of, of tulips. Yeah, F- fields field, of daffodils. Yeah, f- fields of children. Field. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can have a field of children, and um, the field of architecture. Yeah, the field of biology. The mm. field. Um, of baseball, yeah. Um, string field, string theory. Mm. Well, I mean that's Bruce kind of Stringfield <laughs> theory. Springfield. Mm. Yeah, all of that. Um, I had another idea back when we were talking about um, Iceland and the fires of Mount Doom. Something else crossed my my mind field, and. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it back. I feel like it might have had something to do with crocodiles. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to get that. Do you think the military ever experimented with pogo sticks? Because, I mean, you know, like they, they've tried everything. They have. You know? Yeah, and they've tried training dolphins. They've trained dolphins. The, the, the Ukraine is still trying to get back their dolphins that were... Taken, that were taken by Russia when they annexed Crimea because they had them at the Crimean um, military. <laughs> I mean, wow. Marine base or whatever. Yeah, they're still trying to like give us back our dolphins. <laughs> They'll never work. Apparently, I think I think that they said the dolphins have stopped eating. They've stopped allowing themselves to be trained. That's right. They're on hunger strike. Yeah. The the loyalty of dolphins. The the fact that that. Exists. This is, a, this is a genuine story that happened. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse has an eye for potential movie deals. Or like, you know, one of the forces that is at play in sure. the current global chaos yeah. is driving us towards compelling narratives that could be played out for comedy drama. Well, you know what? This is not... So crazy. Okay. Because. Yes. So, Russia is involved mm. in, in uh, this whole Trump coming up thing. Yes. We'll all find out when, when, when all these sealed indictments get unsealed, yeah. when, with, 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 when, when Mueller's done. Uh-huh. Giuliani's saying it's going to be in September. I don't know why <laughs> Giuliani knows, right? 
<laughs> and I don't know why he's saying. Yeah, but Russia, right, is a is a you know a lot of the people, the oligarchs and stuff like that, they've extracted money out of this country, mm. and there's a there's a dark pool of money. Right. Yes. There's a dark pool of money that is hidden in all these tax havens and things like that, all this dark money everywhere right now. Uh, they make shell companies so that shell companies can spend that money yes. uh, without it being linked back to the person who's okay. spending it. Now, uh, where a lot of this dark money is being invested in is things like films. Oh, is this the thing that was related to Packer? I think the uh, Rat Pack. The, the rat, rat Pack had, I think, is, they, is somehow some linked money? to. Oh no, that to, was the Malaysian. I think, I think some of the Malaysian money is involved in the one one MDB Malaysian money was somehow involved in Rat Pack and and a few films and things like that. Apparently, there's like Saudi money involved in in yeah, films right. and things like that that people don't talk. Like. Anyway, and um, and also Russia is involved in. Uh, that internet research agency, yes. whose whole point is to essentially silence centri- uh, very centric voices, Centrists. centrist yep. voices, and, and make much louder the, uh, the, the, the voices of extreme right and extreme left and things like that to kind of help destabilize so that crazier shit happens. Yes. Crazier shit happens so that storylines... movies. Yeah, so that storylines happen so that we can make better movies so that their dark money involved in movies can be... Uh, can, can get a gross a higher return. I think we're onto it. I think we've got something, Alistair. I mean, I'm sorry. It took. It was a. It was a big <laughs> leap. I like a to 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 distill that down and simplify it slightly. Yeah. It's like we're saying that, uh, you know, we war is bad. War is terrible. Right. Okay. But one of the wor- if there wasn't, if we were to say that there was a, a positive thing that mm. comes out of war, yeah. it's that we get quite a lot of compelling stories. Absolutely. And you know, twenty, thirty years down the track, mm. there's a, there's a lot of Oscars to be had from telling those stories. I'm mm-hmm. talking your Dunkirks. I'm mm-hmm. talking your Zero Dark Thirties or what what have you. Yeah. What's... Right. And so as the media marketplace gets more competitive mm-hmm. and um, you know, uh, and 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 there's more uh, competition at the box office, and there's more pressure on these films to be successful. Yeah. Is it so crazy that movie studios would want to get involved at the military planning stage to ensure yeah. that the maneuvers and the military decisions that we make are going to play into the stories that they're going to want to tell down the track? It would be insane for them not to exactly get involved. <laughs> there's so much money at play. <laughs> we think about. Disney, right? Mm-hmm. And we think about the budgets that they're spending on these films. They're too big to fail. They can't afford to have a misstep. It's single films bringing in a billion, two billion dollars. That, you know, if you invest 50, 150 million early on by making sure that you have advisors and people yeah, involved in the that military. We have, uh, you know, our solution to the situation in Iran. Mm hmm. Call me crazy, but what if we got back, got together a ragtag band of um, military veterans? Yeah, you know, possibly. Yeah. One of them could be bald, hopefully a Bruce Willis type. Yeah. Okay. No. And I'm not trying to influence you or anything. You do, you know, you're the military. We're, you do what you got to do. Yeah. But is it is it too much to ask that he could have a compelling backstory? Exactly, a Jean Claude Van Damme type, a yes. Steven Seagal type. <laughs> These guys who are still. You know, have still, a lot of cachet. Yeah, a lot of cachet and still uh, 
have you know the physical capabilities、mm. to at least hold a mini gun. Yes, and to would be perfect. You know, five ten years down the track, when we're telling this story, to play the retired army major yeah, sergeant. Yeah, exactly. Or at least, yeah, the retired one who's coming back in. Yes, yes, that's right. I think that's the one problem with the U.S. military. And I apologize if this is controversial, but they don't give enough of the、uh, military generals mini guns and、mm. send them in to single-handedly bring down a whole government. When was the last time they tried that? Yeah, and so I, I feel、fine. like we threw that out. Like that used to be part of the、mm. the plan, part of what made them great. I don't know what what rank、up. Rambo had. I feel like he's maybe the last guy to have done that, and I'm not sure if he was an officer. I think he, or if he was even involved in the official military. <laughs> think he might have been freelance. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen actually. The, okay, All right.、Wait. So this is this is a this is I haven't seen any of the Rambo movies either. Haven't seen any of the Rambo movies. Haven't seen any of the Rocky movies. But fuck, I have heard Eye of the Tiger a lot of times, <laughs> and、uh, I am I am worse for it. All the wor- all the worse. Um, and、I、tell you what, if anything were to drive me to to murderous bloodlust, it, it it probably will be hearing that song again.、Uh, yeah.、Um, so that's our our military、uh, planning. You you know you get a director in. They're at the war room at the planning table, right? As they're pushing the little.、Um, Icons around the big map with that、yep. stick with the flat bit on the end looks、oh. like a rake, tiny rake with no teeth. Yeah, I think you,、right? you, you, they probably get those from the casinos to bring in chips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but instead of pulling them, in, 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 you're pushing you're them. Pushing instead them. of chips, they're ships. Yeah, but other than that, it's the same. And instead of、uh, hundreds of dollars, it's、yeah. thousands of lives you're playing.、With. Exactly. But other、This、than is, that, to be honest, it's. The 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 roles are are、uh, essentially、uh, what's that mean that thing interchangeable interchangeable military.、Yeah. Um, we have there sitting at the table. We have Steven Spielberg. We have、uh, Christopher Nolan,、mm-hmm. and we, we have, have a croupier. Catherine, is that a, are they a croupier? No.、Oh. Um, Where's that the card? Yeah, you have、card? a croupier. Cru- oh, we could get a croupier. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have some words from a listener? Oh, is that five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we do have some words.、Um, uh, for those who don't know, you can send in for 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 three dollars a month on Patreon.、Uh, you get the、uh, privilege and privilege and, and the joy, joy and the joy of、uh, sending in and three the responsibility words and response and it's a and it's a big responsibility. And thank you everybody who has been sending in words. We're we're trying to get as many out as we can.、Uh, today's words come from、uh, our good friend and listener. Kevin, Ulysses, Packrad, 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 Packrad. Yeah. Now those aren't his three words, but I would, <laughs> I would be. Man, yeah, we can do something with that. Kevin, Ulysses, Packrad, Packrad, <laughs> Packrad, Packrad. I think、uh, you know, mis mispronouncing a surname could be. Some people don't like that. Yeah. But overpronouncing it. Again and again, nobody could be. I feel like、that. we should even just try to come up with a sketch with his name, <laughs> and then do his three words after. I mean, Packrad. Yeah. Just the idea of somehow some, some kind of、uh, backpack-related radicalness.、Mm. You know.、Um, yeah. Well,、uh, you know, you have a you have a like what is that a go bag? So go bag. Like if something bad happens, if you're expecting a. Like an earthquake,、mm-hmm. or like not expecting an earthquake, but、yeah. if an earth if an earthquake is 
a possibility. Sure. You have, a, I think, a go bag. You have a bunch of stuff in there, like a bottle of water and a some band aid, some spam, <laughs> so that you can go a headband, <laughs> so that you can go and lead a terrible life for a short period of time. <laughs> but a rat, a rat. A rad bag. A rad bag is in rad case pack. like some kind of party breaks out. <laughs> yeah. Or or some kind of extreme sports mm-hmm. uh, opportunity. I think this is part of our future where we have positive landmines mm. because what you know in in wartime a riot could break out or in yeah. bad times, but in really good times a party could break out at any moment, and that's why you need to have your rad pack. Your rad bag <laughs> with you at all times. For some reason, I just I thought of another thing that could come up through from the ground if you step on it: a meat tray. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> just like it just goes. You step on something and just through the ground goes like that, and then just like just like a an array of cold cuts. Well, what's good about that is that, like, a lot of the visual would be very similar to a person being blown up by <laughs> just meat and intestines yeah, flying through the air. Mm. But when it all lands down, it's all yeah. styrofoam packed, and none mm-hmm. of it is your body parts. That's right. Yeah. What, and it's a what a treat. And you can just lay it down and have a picnic. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, so his three words are do. Yes. Go. Oh, no. On. And this feels like, again, these people are attacking us. They're attacking when us. We, when we came up with this, yeah. this three-word thing, mm-hmm. it was a way for people to feel a part of the podcast yeah. and a little positive thing for us to all feel connected and to work together on something. But instead, people are using verbal violence yes. against us <laughs> in an attempt to try to stump us. Do go and on, obviously, um, our fellow podcast on uh, the uh, Planet Broadcasting Network. That's right. The and um, and as of this moment, I'm going to say our enemies. Oh, absolutely. We've just sealed the deal on Twitter yesterday for Dave Warnicky to come on the podcast yeah. as a guest, one of the members of Do Go On, and now um, we're going to. But we're only bringing him here so that we can destroy him. That's right. It's yeah. going to be a hostile encounter. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. As of this, as of this assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the form of these words, do go on. By Mr. Packrad. Mr. Packrad. I wouldn't be surprised if that isn't an assumed name. Yeah? Oh, yeah. that's what I've, I've assumed that is his name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, people, assumed names, they sound like names that people take on, but really they should be the names that we give to people before we know their name. Oh, that's good. Sort of right? like, a, like, a, like one of those loner cars at a, at a, um, a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you your na- a name. Mm. I, you know, and uh, hopefully it'll be something appropriate for you, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, that matches your personality and not something sort of un, unused, like, you know, like a lot of those uni- loaner cars yeah. are, sort of something unusable and inappropriate to your needs. Mm. Like, if I give you an assumed name, hopefully it's not like Mega Rhino Wiz Waddle. Yeah, I think I would give you, like, Graham Briefcase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's distressingly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> really, I feel that is my spirit name. Yeah. Well, you know, that's your Native American name. Uh, <laughs> Graham, Graham. Graham walks with briefcase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we, I think we need to come up with something for the Sorry, do for do go on. Yeah. Um, okay, so do. Yeah. And then there's go. Yeah. And then there's on. Go on. Mm-hmm. Um, go, obviously, it's one of the things involving traffic lights. Mm. Do go. 
uh, it, it dugons sounds a bit like a dugong. Of course, me. yeah, yeah. There's that. Um, uh, but also a do uh, can be two things. It uh, it can be a party, right? And we had a bit of a do. Yeah. The other night, and it can also be a haircut. Um, mm. a, a, a hairdo. Um, but a, a, if it is a party, a do go on, right? Uh, it does feel like a lot of parties need, at a certain point of the, point of the night, to either be stopped or to have something kick them into the next gear. Like, you know that period of time mm. in a house party where the initial energy and the initial burst that you get from drinking yeah. has subsided yeah. and people's energy is low. Now, yeah. I'm not pitching cocaine. <laughs> sure. But what, what about, you know how like these, these traffic lights where you cross, but they've started giving you a downward count? Yeah. You know, and I've thought that helps immensely. Yes. At some point in the night, up on the wall a is countdown. just a countdown. Fuck, I love minutes, this. 59 minutes. Yeah. 58. Well. 57 would follow. Yeah. I see where you're going with yeah. this. Feel uh, 45. So, eventually. I mean, minutes. I mean, or we could just do it in seconds. Or songs left to the end. Sure. Because... It's like life, mm. right? We don't know when we're going to die, and so I think a lot of the time we waste time. Mm. Um, and if we knew when we were going to die, maybe we'd make better use of it. But really, in, in, in a way, every moment is a death. You know, Every mm. event has, it contains its own death. Every party eventually has a, has a death. Yeah. And maybe if we knew when that was coming, we'd make more of the party while we had it. I like that. Yeah? Yeah. Is it a sketch? Yeah, I think it could be a sketch. So what are we? We're, we're a company we're at a that... Part, I, I, think, I think this could play out... Sorry, you were actually about to say something. And no, I, just we, I was just going to say we're a company. We set up a projector at your house that you just set a timer to. Yeah. I... I but I also it's like It's a company that people... comes in and ends parties for you. Yes. Right? right? So, you know, what kind of things end parties? Cops break it up. Yes. Um, um, a fight... Two people sit alone on a couch and kiss, finally. So we just end the parties for you so you don't seem like a dork who ends his party at midnight or something like that. We come in and we stage some event that makes people want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) We we can end it any way that you want, right? You you put in the call to us, right? We give Mm -hmm. you a range of options. Maybe even it's an automated thing. Press one for the cops to come. Yeah, we could do a a flooded toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we could make it sort of, you know, we do both blockage, cleanup and everything like that, but we make sure it spills up, you know, out of the bathroom into the kitchen mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Um or we could This is a comprehensive. This 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 will shut the party down. Yeah, we could we could uh release a bunch of bats into mm-hmm. the outdoor area. So sort of um, quite Leon a, could get out his acoustic guitar. Oh, that's it. That's great, right? Uh the only problem is that if there's another guy with an acoustic guitar, then it could, it could make some kind of jewel oh, guitar. Yeah, that turns into jam. a jam, <laughs> which I guess could make more people leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe not the people that you want to leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we could, you know, we could stage some kind of police. I think, or... I think like a family confrontation or like a real big argument. Mm. It, between a couple. Oh yeah, that's good. Real big destructive argument. Oh, maybe some kind of. Oh no, that's not a nice thing to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I think that's good. I think the the the, the people who will like come and put your part, put you out of your misery, basically, shut down your house party for you on your terms, but without you having to bear the responsibility. Um, uh, but I wonder if there's a way like that they could do it so that you seem like an awesome guy. Yeah. Because like, this is the problem is that if it is like, you know, just a, a couple having a fight or something like that, they're, it's still it's just kind of like it, it leaves everybody leaving with some awkward sense. Yeah, sure. But you want, you want the person who's, you know, they're a cool guy. But, but they really want to go to bed. Yeah, but they really want to go to bed. Right, and so they need a way for the party to wrap up at a reasonable time while still seeming really cool. I think I think what, that's probably great because really, when you get to you know a certain age, we're mm. talking late twenties, early thirties. Probably most of the people at the party want that. Yeah, but we can't admit it to ourselves. Yeah, everyone would be happier. Like a couple of like, you know, I mean, this is not funny, but if 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 the whole thing was. Let's go do some laps in some, uh, like, roofless Cadillacs. Yeah. And then they take you down to the beach. They take everybody there from down to the beach like that, and then the Cadillacs just leave. And then suddenly nobody's at your party anymore, and you're like, sweet. And they're off doing laps in their roofless Cadillacs. Well, well, you know, the Cadillacs drop them off, and then they get out of there. Right. You don't want to pay for too many hours of those sure, Cadillacs. Sure, sure. So it's like one, two laps. But the trip is... And it, then we end on a high. Yeah, but, like, the idea is that you take them, you're like, let's all... It's a skinny dipping trip mm-hmm. in Cadillacs, yep. roofless Cadillacs. And so, but then you don't take them back to the house. Yep. And so everybody has to figure out how to get home from the beach. What about this? Everybody gets drugged. Yeah, great. <laughs> they all just fall unconscious. Yeah. These people, they come, they clean it up, they put them in gurneys, they take them back to their houses, That's they put them great. in their pajamas, yeah. they wake up tomorrow in their beds, they're happy. Matrix and style. There was no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you totally miss all of the shit bit of the party, all the come down, yeah. and also all the struggle to get home. Oh, it's such a pain. Who's driving? How many people can we get in this taxi? Should we get two taxis? Can we get a maxi taxi? I realise, obviously, I'm talking about things that happened in the 90s. Now we have Uber. None of this is an issue. But this is uh, this takes place in the 90s. This is set in the 90s. I really like that. Drugging everybody, getting them home, though. Yeah. I think, I think the upset you would feel for being drugged would be counteracted by the Hugely fact that you... Hugely outweighed. Outweighed by the fact that you, like, just got home safely and you were just so happy. Yeah. Good night's sleep. And Maybe if, even leave them with something to, something to eat for when they wake up in the morning. Like, something delicious. Oh, I'm so into this, Alistair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want this for most nights of mm. my life. I remember when getting drugged was a bad thing. <laughs> This is the old people. Um, mm. um, just one thing I wanted to bring up. Neo at some point in Neo. in mm. the, the Matrix. Matrix does go out. Played by Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves does mm. go out somewhere and then wake up in his Keanu. bed. Keanu. Right? There um, is one out, of those. Wakes up in his bed. One yeah, of his, I think the first time he meets Trinity. Yeah, 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 sure. I think. Yeah, and then he's got that little thing in his stomach. No, he gets arrested, doesn't he? Right? He gets picked up by the agents and they put that, uh, they close over his mouth, what uses yeah. a, mouth, a phone call if you're unable to speak. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then I think, feel like he still could have made some noise. Yeah. Uh, you're right, actually. I, I sort of assumed that I could still form words without using my lips, but I definitely can't. 
Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. And then they put that uh, that squid thing in his belly, and then I'm pretty sure he wakes up in his. What was the squid thing there. in his belly? They put a squid thing in his in his it goes through in through his navel. It's like some sort of tracking thing. And then when Trinity picks him up, they suck it out with a machine. Oh yeah, remember that? It was full on. Yeah, and squirms so, into his navel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wonder what that was. Because it's like there was they they didn't use any other like biological creatures at any other point in this thing. And was it a biological creature with a like a sort of it electronic? It was mechanical. It was some in some way it was robotic. Was it like a small version of those squiddies that are out in the world? It was a bit like that, yeah. But that's it, which is strange to me because they are in a virtual world. Mm. So that thing's not real; it's virtual. Yeah. So why make it so creepy? And it's a virtual. Make world. it a sandwich. Yeah, and it's also virtual, so they have access to all the data on where people are anyway. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyway, no, I mean, it's obviously it's a representation of some kind of data that they're attaching. Yeah. Look, it's probably a lot to sift through even if you're... Care. Yeah, if you're one of those uh, agents or whatever. Um, all I was going to say was that there was a point there where he wakes up in his own bed where they did actually have to just uh, take him home mm. and put him in bed. Yeah. And that's Agent Smith. That's the, side, that's the tender side of Agent Smith that you don't really... Because, I mean, he could have woken up anywhere... <laughs> Is that even after he's somebody put tucked a, him in? Yeah. Is that <laughs> even after you've sort of put a squid in someone's gut, that you're still like carrying him like he's a you know little a baby, a little across baby the threshold. across the thing, and then you go night night, Mister Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> All right, let's um, go through today's yeah. sketches. We got a website that allows you to pay. Allows you to pay to do something nice. Mm. www.yourwelcome.com. It's for Christians. We're giving you the gift of giving us a gift. Yeah. Uh, bank heist lottery. You just pick two numbers that are uh, two prime numbers. Whoops. Uh, and we see how much we can extract from their encrypted files yeah. using those. Um, we got Sauron's initial dream and uh, corporate evolution mm. and how he, you know, obviously at some point he just had to start using Mount Doom to just wasn't what he got into the business for, yeah. but he kind of just started manufacturing. Casting piston rings. Yeah. And it's probably even not stuff that's sold to the end user. Maybe it's business to business. It's just some sort of component in car manufacture. Yeah, he had to make... I wouldn't be surprised if he hadn't evolved and at some point Mount Doom PLC had become one of the corporations we see around us today. And they're always yeah. changing their names. I mean, it would be a great place to make some of those blades for um, that are used in sort of... Uh, Cutting and manufacturing. Yeah. Because you know? a lot of the time you have Drills. to do... Yeah, you have to make like diamond tip things and mm. whatever. But if you can just make one one drill... Yeah, to, one cursed what, demon drill. To, 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 to drill them all. <laughs> that is, yeah, I mean, that, that could re- that's actually a pretty strong selling point. Yeah, like this blade Of course, what about inbuilt obsolescence? That is tricky because he's not going to get a lot of repeat business. He's going to wind up shooting himself in the foot. It is it is bad in that regard, but yeah. he is able to sell one drill bit like that to every company. Or if they want to increase their manufacturing, mm. you know, like they want to keep expanding, they're going to need more drills, more one drills to drill them all. You know, there's still limitations on the <laughs> several speed. one drills. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we have positive landmines, for example, ones that if you step on them, they p- pop out and put a f- fruit hat fruit on your hat. head. 
Uh, we have. Those, deep... se- those seem heavy. Those fruit hats. I don't yeah. know that you could wear that for all that long. No, but still, it, it would encourage a strong neck. I wonder what they offer in terms of sun protection. Could you get a Legionnaire's fruit hat? Maybe with mm. a couple of flaps of uh, lettuce down the back? Yeah, Cover yeah, yeah. the neck? Yeah, I think maybe, like, um, sometimes you have those sort of, like, in, in a fruit hat you would have, like, a, decor- a, a decorative, like, palm tree or fern or something mm, like that in there. Yeah. <laughs> in a palm leaf, not palm tree. No, no, no. Yeah. Apologize. Um... Destabilization, uh, destabilization of world to make dark money investments in film studios make bigger <laughs> returns. This is a, and then also studios kind of get in at the war room. At stage. the planning stage, yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously there's people who come shut down your party for you while still seeming like you're a cool guy. The um the the Hollywood thing. Mm. Because also there's competition to buy the rights for various stories. You know, somebody goes, does an amazing campaign, writes a memoir, um, you know, Searchlight Pictures is going to want to buy the rights yeah. to that memoir. They, what they're going to want to do is they're going to want to be in the military training facilities, mm-hmm. spotting recruits who have the potential to do something really heroic, mm. signing them up to, a say, a three-book contract before mm-hmm. they've even fought the war. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, before I mean, they've been, you'd uh, have your own ghostwriters involved as well so that you can sure. just extract the story and get it... I mean, you could get it written as it's happening. As it's happening. Maybe you have the writers feed them some lines that they can say mm-hmm. on the battlefront to make it all a bit more compelling. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's essentially, you could just get it's one... It's insane of, that it goes the other way around, that we just let the stories happen. Yeah. At the moment, it feels like it's been a... a it's been a slow realization that, mm. that we've been making a mistake this whole time. We've been we doing been... war the wrong way yeah. around. <laughs> well, it's like anything. You get the writers in early. You get the comedians mm-hmm. in at the development stage. That way, you don't have to spend so much money doing reshoots and stuff down the track. Exactly. If you can get them to yeah to to, to punch it up at the yes at, at the, <laughs> the, in the war room. Yeah, but if you could make the situations themselves more funny, then you don't need as Correct. many people yelling in lines from off screen. That's right. Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank. Uh, you know what? We appreciate it. We do. We do. Yeah. You are good listeners. and We've had uh, some great uh, interaction with listeners on online recently and... Uh, yeah, it is uh, it's very rewarding. Yeah, deeply uh, rewarding. One one person. I mean, look, there's been lots of suggestions out there. One person has even made up. Uh, T- Tyler Ferrer has made up a spreadsheet that basically makes up uh, uh, random variations on so- something that I might say. <laughs> it's very exciting for the future of the podcast. Yeah. That- if at any moment I want to get rid of Alistair, and that's something I could do. There's a spreadsheet now There's that all you got to do is press F9 and yeah. it gives you another thing that I would say. Uh, you know, I would say, uh, hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank. I'm Andy Matthews. And the spreadsheet will say, and I'm Alistair Tremblay, uh, George William Tremblay Birchall dot XLS. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me say some dumb, disgusting body thing. Body re- horror. Reg- regarding uh, cannibalism and... <laughs> Some creature that is in some way human. Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and uh, please follow us on Twitter. At, we're at two, 2 in Tank. I'm at Alistair TV. And I'm at Stupid Old Andy. We're also on Facebook. 
We haven't been doing as much stuff on there. Why should you? Not at all, but we maybe we will. You can uh, review us on iTunes, which we really enjoy, and that I think helps us in some way. Feel and, good. And you can find us on Patreon if you want to support the pod. Uh, we, we love the people who do that we love the even who, more than we love the rest. No, I'm not yeah. saying that. That's not true. That's Andy. It came from deep inside. It did. And you felt it. Um, and we, we love you. all of you equally. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.